Morgan. Rowing away. <laughs> it's Troy. What's going on here? Just a whole lot of celebrity. Cosmer Blood. me today oh there we go we are here <laughs> and uh tiffany morgan is in sydney australia today coming at you live for what's the maple tea <laughs> and miss rowena way is coming to you live from her oh you're you're actually in the studio right I'm now i'm in the studio yeah if you call it the studio it sounds much better than uh second bedroom well <laughs> yes it's definitely the studio it's definitely the studio, studio. it's looking great yeah you can some tell sun- my my son and the sloth in the background and uh the oh. wig i totally forgot about the sloth in the background that painting that you have behind you yes absolutely uh, fantastic commissioned painting of a sloth in outer space a sexy <laughs> sloth in outer space all the slothiness, sexy. I got to figure out my lighting here because I'm getting some lighting from below now. <laughs> but uh, and speaking about lighting from below, you, you're you're crazy lit up there. Like you know, you yeah, can see I'm all using, the. Ironically, I'm using a light in order to block the light. <laughs> It's an interesting day. It's It's showing off. Interesting day. It's showing off all your curvatures, dear. Hmm. She is called the the um, the uh, the muscle Barbie for a reason. And Sherry, Mm. exactly. Sherry's like snatch game already. Yes, it. Like, can you believe it? Snatch game and already much worse than many other snatch games we've had before. So first and foremost, did we already tell our audience members what we are, what we do? So we I'm Tiffany not. Morgan. No, and I we am didn't. Rowena Way. And uh, you're listening to What's the Maple Tea? The live broadcast podcast where we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race Down Under right now, Drag Race All-Stars, Canada's Drag Race, and literally everything drag, uh, especially Kingston drag, because that's where we're both from, Kingston, Ontario. Kingston, Terra Canada. Yeah, don't don't be don't let the background fool you. Um, I'm not in some sunny location in Australia. Australia. And moving surprisingly quickly in that sunny Australia. First you were at the Opera House. Now you're out on the Gold Coast. What's going on? I know. Look, I'm surfing, surfing Australia. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No matter gosh. how many times L- Tiffany's Rob. been told she should not sing, she still does it. So. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yes. Hell yes. So today. So we're filming we're, on a Tuesday. We're, we're filming, filming on a, a Tuesday. Filming, 
Yeah. Why we're while we're recording on, on a Tuesday. Filming recording on a Tuesday. Because we do get a lot of listeners to our podcast, Rowena. Did you did you check out those reports? I have not checked out the reports. I am being uh, completely oblivious to our fame or lack thereof. Well, um, you know, on the scale of unknown to uh, superstar, uh, we're on that road. <laughs> I like to rate my celebrity on the alphabet. So like A-list celebrities being like Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. I don't know why those two are my go-to. And then like B-list celebrity, C-list celebrity. I'm like an F or a G. Actually, no, I'm like an F or a G. <laughs> really? Really? I mean, people know my name. People on Grinder mostly, but people know my name. Ah, <laughs> Well, they don't know your real name, dear. <laughs> no, this is true. This is true. <laughs> Miss Hungry Hungry Bottom. No, she's not. She, no, she's not. No. Um, hungry Hungry Hippo. <laughs> <laughs> Give me those balls. Um, anyways, Ooh. this is not a family-friendly show. No, no, it's not. Explicit. That's what the podcast says. Explicit. <laughs> Explicit content is very true. Um, so yes, we record this live. Uh, we're recording it live on a Tuesday this week and subsequent weeks because we've decided that we want our Fridays back. Damn it, I want my Friday nights back. Especially since, you know, I'm going to be half immunized soon. Will you? You're going to join the half immunized club. <laughs> Halfway there, but not fully there. Until Are you September living on a long- prayer as well? We're living on a prayer. Dun, 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 dun. I am very yeah, happy exactly. for you. I'm glad that you're going to be half immunized and halfway on the way to being able to do live in-person shows again. You know, all those fun things. Oh, screw that. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, right? It's totally true. Totally true. Um, I'm actually, I'm really excited that we're on Tuesdays now because it means that as things start opening up again, mainly my legs, um, we can start booking shows on Fridays and do no events on Fridays. Uh, and half of Kingston would like you to keep your legs crossed because of the smell and the fly infestation. But anyway, I, I mean, that's it a, is that's rotted. T- it is rotted after <laughs> a year of not being used. <laughs> um, that's a terrible joke. I know. I know. I know. But yeah, I know. Like it, it the, there's a little bit of hope of doing live stuff on Friday nights or, or even going away for the weekend. Like, you know, I know, I know. I can't wait to be able to go away for the weekend and have a vacation like in Sydney, Australia, where you are now. Wouldn't that be lovely? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, the opera house behind me and stuff. Well, and the other reason we've moved it is because we no longer feel the need to do it on Fridays when drag race is no longer on Fridays. So yeah, when do, when do you? So we're currently watching Drag Race Down Under, and yes. I think it's released uh, to us Canadian audiences on Saturdays or <laughs> at something? three in the morning. Saturday at, at three, three in the morning. I watch it Saturday afternoon, Saturday, Saturday evening, depending on what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Judgment. Who? Uh, <laughs> well, no, no. I only have one person in this apartment with me, so that the question of who is really not—it's either myself or him. 
<laughs> oh no. Uh, or he's gonna hate me. He's gonna hate me. Uh, <laughs> or it's the rubber tree planted in the corner. Who knows? <laughs> it's been eyeing me lately. Yeah. Hello, rubber tree. Hello. I've gone back to uh, like high school days where I've cut holes in my mattress and my pillows and and uh, you know carrots and all those things are my friend. Oh, cucumbers. They are on sale currently at Food Basics. Oh. Um, uh, just saying. English cucumbers? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. There we so go. Ribbed this... for her pleasure. <laughs> so we just finished up season 13 of Drag Race. And now we're on to Drag Race Down Under, the first ever season of Australia, New Zealand Drag Race. I wonder if Tasmania was included in that. Well, Tasmania is a state of Australia, is it not? Or is it its own country? I thought you know it was what? the state I, of Australia. I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm going to find out. I'm Audience find members, out. look it up on the Wikipedias. Look it up on the Wikipedias. See, tell us, is it a state of Australia, Tasmania? It is an island state of Australia. Oh, well, there we go. So, Yay. yes. I wonder if there's any Tasmanian queens. I don't think there were. Were there? I mean, it's just like how on Canada's Drag Race, there were no East Coast queens at all. Not one. That was a bit not like, one. yeah, not one. I was very disappointed. I'm really hoping, I'm really hoping that in season two, there'll be some East Coast queens like Frida Wales. Is there an actual queen called Frida Wales? Please yeah. tell me. There is? Oh yeah. my god. Oh, East Coast. Like, in Canada? Yeah, East Coast from Nova Scotia, I think. Did I know a Frida Wales? I t- oh my goodness sakes. I know a few queens from East Coast, and uh, and I just, oh my god. East Coast queens, they are their own little, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Very delicate word. Unique. Their own flavor. Their own flavor. There we go. <laughs> but is they are flavor, so kind-hearted. Is that flavor haggis? <laughs> but they're also uh, loving and caring. And they welcomed me with open arms when I was over there um, that one time. And yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> Do you like how vague it was? That so one time vague, that I was there? So vague. Um, but they are all. Oh, She's they, not they been welcomed you... back since. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, I would say though, it did remind. I remember one time getting ready um, with a bunch of queens in Halifax, and we were on Godogen Street, and uh, I was quite surprised at how, like, well, not surprised, but it kind of felt like you know doing Dragon Kingston because it was very much like a re- reuse, reduce, recycle sort of situation, right? So, I'm sorry. Are you putting Kingston Queens in a reduce, reuse, recycle box? Yes. Sorry. Now that you've said that and put, you know, brought that attention to me. Yes. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. I meant to say it's like, it's like when you buy a pair of lashes Mm-hmm. You wear those lashes until they are, have fallen apart into a million oh, pieces, yeah, right? Yeah. So true. Like, you know, so true. The frugal, frugal kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, I paid $15 for these lashes. I'm going to use them. Girl, let me tell you about my Amazon order of 301s. 
I can get like six 301s for like five bucks. Well, this is before Amazon, really. I think. Oh, true. <laughs> yes. I forgot. I forgot about the, uh, the ancient times, the stone age of drag. Well, you well, also only have Bianca to have Del Rio and Tiffany Morgan existed. <laughs> well, you had to have been good, had at least good credit or knew someone who had a credit card to buy off Amazon, for goodness sake. <laughs> Not making $20 cash on the street corners. <laughs> Where does this money go into the Amazon? <laughs> We're totally off topic. And I think We're it's all because of my topic. coffee. Probably. I made a really strong coffee. Hello, coffee. Thank you. Some people wow. get drunk. Tiffany gets high on life and caffeine. Oh, God, I'm going to get the sweats now. So we're now on episode two of Drag Race Down Under. And we're starting to get a little bit more of a feel for who these queens are and who they want to be. Because episode two was Snatch Game. Snatch Game. I know. Already. How did you... How did you feel that the Snatch Game is in episode two? I was of, of mixed thoughts and emotions. Usually I reserve that type of thing for All-Stars. The end? Because All-Stars oh, yeah. likes to do uh, Snatch Game and the balls and all those really early on in the seasons. And I like it when they're later because I want to get to know the queens as people before I get to know their Snatch Games. Like, really, I want to get to know them before I know their Snatch. <laughs> I'm a classic. At least guy. get, at least get me to know your name before I'm, you know, <laughs> you put your snatch in my face. I mean, usually I have generic sex before I have role play sex. <laughs> oh well, you know. <laughs> to each their I own. No to each their own. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I thought that it was early. I wasn't ready for Snatch Game. I am i don't think they were ready for Snatch Game. Uh, and no. that came through in the uh, performances mm. that we had. Um, so, I don't know. I think it was a choice. It was a weird choice. I feel like I say that a lot. It was a choice. So, I... <laughs> I, I was, I am of similar uh, mixed thoughts. So my initial thought for the producers was that um, maybe they chose to do Snatch Game in the second episode of Drag Race Down Under because they were so paranoid of not getting uh, an audience on board, right? That um, they may, because Snatch Game is a big audience. Mm -hmm. The audience just eats it up, eats it up. Uh, but on the flip side, yeah, these girls weren't even warmed up yet. Like they, they haven't even like come off their like initial highs and gotten comfortable and and you know they can throw the mm -hmm. jokes at Rue yet. They haven't. Well, some of them could, some of them couldn't. And I think that you saw that in the performances that these girls maybe were uh, maybe a little too um, you know, um, patties Rusty. panties in a knot sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, they were all, a few of them were probably a little nervous, and and <laughs> me being not Australian, I had no idea who a couple of these people were. I mean... There, oh, you mean the characters? Yeah. <laughs> a couple of the characters. I mean, I have no idea who the queens are yet. That's a different complaint. But no, I didn't know who a couple of the characters were. I, I got it in the end, but I had nothing. 
Well, there was one or two that I have no idea who the hell they were. There was definitely one that I knew who they were, but I didn't know that they were doing them until halfway through the program. <laughs> um, I was like, what? Uh, oh, oh, that's what mm. you're trying to do. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, what yeah. What can I say? Um, did we want me to bring the photos up and go through the snatches? Is that what Yeah, let's go do? through their snatches one by one. Let's just leaf All through right. them. Well, just give me a second here. And there we go. Okay, so first up was Kate Amain. Uh, and... Kate Amain! <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh my goodness. And Kate Amain was... Oh my goodness. Um, she was Dr. Where'd it go? Seuss. Dr. Seuss. I, I, uh, <laughs> oh, all the places. Oh, all the places she could have gone with Dr. Seuss. Yeah. And it just felt like she was struggling to rhyme and to come up with clever phrasing. I don't think that that was a character that has a lot of personality associated with it. And so it's really hard to make it funny unless you Mm -hmm. really have those jokes down already. But like rhyming on the fly, I mean, just ask anybody, but like I couldn't either. No, she did a bit. She did a bit, didn't she? Yes. I thought, I thought she was one of the, one of, two <laughs> who were like thoroughly prepared and had practiced and had rehearsed and stuff like that. I kind of got that feeling actually maybe three, there might've been three, mm-hmm. um, but she was definitely one of those. And I thought it, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun, especially like, you know, when the, what was it? The, what was the Volvo joke? <laughs> I honestly, I Anyways, think there was a joke. To me, she faded into the background. Um, I really, I mean, this next, uh, this next person I want to talk about, who, as this comment says, Anita Wiglet as Queen Elizabeth II was iconic. And I completely agree. She was so iconic that some of her jokes were not aired when Drag Race Down Under aired in the United or in uh, the United Kingdom, can you, I'm sorry. Can you can you backtrack that again? What did you just say? Anita Wiglet had yeah. some jokes that were so offensive to the Queen Britain's. and her family that they were not aired on Drag Race in the United Kingdom. They cut some of her jokes. Don't tell me that, because you know what I used to watch this program this last week? Oh my god, did you not see all of her jokes? Oh I might goodness. not have seen them all. Oh no, I'm going to have... So my roommate, because I was boring my... What can I say? I'm a cheap-ass bitch, and I, I was boring my roommate. I'm a cheap-ass bitch, connection. I'm Tiffany. Don't spend yep, no da, money da, on my wigs. See, or I on my lashes. <laughs> Yeah, so he he changed the password. I couldn't access it. And I'm like, well, it's on BBC. And I watched it on BBC, so I may only have half the story. Oh, no. Oh, no. So she had some truly amazing jokes. What I did see and hear, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
So honestly, hands down the winner of Snatch Game, and, and she she ended up winning, but hands down the winner of Snatch Game for me. Absolutely. I, no question about it. No question about it. Especially when she made jokes about um, um, Harry. You know, oh, I, we don't talk about the gingers. <laughs> I think. Oh, wait, there's favorite... other gingers in the family. <laughs> my favorite joke was about seatbelts. Um, but I think that that was very low and in poor taste, and I loved it. It was fantastic. Oh, my. I just, just got it now. <laughs> you gotta go back just, and rewatch just... the episode. Oh my! Life extending is wearing seatbelts. Life ex- Oh my god! And there was another joke. Maybe they did play it all because there was another joke about like you know, um, something about when you turn sixteen. Um, you know, Prince Philip will text them, or Prince Andrew will text them. Prince Andrew will text them. Yeah. <laughs> so there was there was one joke about Prince Philip that was not aired in the UK. Because Prince Philip died in between the filming and the airing. Okay, there was no jokes about Prince Philip. Yes, for sure. So you that I saw a very funny joke about Prince Philip. Did I mention that I I've met Prince Philip before? Oh my! Before goodness. he died, you are one degree of separation from the king, the queen. I know. I we're, we're like this. <laughs> we're like we're like peanut butter and jelly for celiacs. <laughs> you are pen pals, except using old stationary quills that degrade before they actually get to the other person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know. Up. I know. I, I know. I jumped through quite a few here. So let's. Do, oh, do we? I yeah. Art Simone uh, played. Do Bindi we do Irwin. this? Bindi mm-hmm. Irwin, and I thought that she had a lot of potential, but. Her jokes just didn't land. She ran her mouth a lot and she tried to talk her way through all of these things. But by the time she was done talking, there was no comedy left. Well, we have to think, too, that what we see is what is extremely edited, 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 you know, worked on. Mm -hmm. And um, there was, there seemed to be no cutting, no, like, anything with the, and the Bindi, like, the one-liners, obviously she had tried to do some work about it in the back, like, she had prepared for it, but the, what do they call it, the lead-up to the joke? The lead-up to the blam? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, it it was just, it was painful. Ran on and on and on. She had (laughs) punchlines. She had punchlines, but she just... After she a 10-minute monologue. That tension. So in a joke, yeah. you have to build the tension, say the joke, and release the tension. Yeah. If you don't build the tension, then there's nothing to laugh at. I think with Snatch Game, though, you have to do a quick one-liner. Like, it has to be quick. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're on the stage, sharing the stage with, um, like, an entire freaking cast and crew. <laughs> Yep. Oh, you can't. a drag race that ran under, but yeah, not not so good. I I did feel it felt painful. It felt painful. I think that was a lot of the editing. They definitely let her talk more than some of the other people, and so we got those long drawn out uh, phrases that really did feel hard to watch. 
Like you're sitting there and you're uncomfortable. Yep. And maybe that's just how uh, Reese and Michelle felt when they were sitting there watching. Coco Jumbo. Coco Jumbo as Lizzo. Uh, There was no Lizzo there. Mm, Well, there's no laughs. There were no laughs. Lizzo is a huge personality. She is outrageous. She is over the top. She doesn't have a lot of like one-liners, but she has a lot of good lyrics that you could kind of play off of. And Coco tried to do that, but none of them came off as funny. I, 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 I have talked about this in the past that quite often with a lot of these uh, good snatch games, you play a character that uh, tends to be maybe a little less um, pop culture, like, you know, in the spotlight mm-hmm. today sort of thing, because more people know everything about them. Um, but if you play a character that's a little bit like, you know, maybe a, uh, couple decades or centuries ago or something like that you can have as much freedom and liberty as you want to make it funny as all hell and yeah we were judging her a little extra um because she was playing but anyway Mm -hmm. yep anyways next next (laughs) electroshock so i'm guessing that this is the one you were referring to earlier where you realized you knew who she was playing but didn't realize till halfway through. Uh, yes. This yeah. is exactly it. Because she's... I can't remember the names now. Catherine O'Hara. She said Catherine O'Hara. And I was like, oh, okay, I know Catherine O'Hara. Then I'm looking at the character on, on the thing, and I'm like, that's not Catherine O'Hara. Who the hell is she that? She was intentionally trying to be Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek. And yeah. She did not look like Catherine O'Hara, but she did look like Moira Rose. And she was trying to... Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think she was successful in acting like Moira Rose. Well, what what is the ultimate goal of it? Is it to make people laugh? Or is it to be the character? Or is it to be both? And I think if you're talking to um michelle visage it's both but if you're if you're talking about rupaul it's the laughs um rupaul doesn't care if you are the character if you make her laugh and definitely had the laughs for sure Mm -hmm. uh i start i started getting the laughs at the end there too actually it was a little bit (laughs) you have to warm up sometimes to the uh down under accents because uh, the first joke or something she did, I had no idea what she said. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and, <laughs> but then when she started, yeah. Yeah. In uh, For Drag Race Netherlands, when I was watching that, that was the big thing for Snatch Game is that I didn't understand what they were saying, so I missed a lot of jokes. And same thing with Drag Down Under. I missed jokes because I didn't understand their accents. And I think that yeah. as the season progresses, that's something that will get easier. It will. It will. Once you get your ear accustomed to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that was the electric. Yeah. So Calvin, Calvin, she should have done more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, et cetera, et cetera. 
Oh. What, what did she do again? She was uh, the dingo ate my baby. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> so I had heard this story. So this is Lindy Chamberlain. I had heard yep. this story, but I had no reference for it until she said the dingo ate my baby, and I was like, oh, oh, that's who you are. And it was ridiculous and hilarious, and I loved it. And it was so offensive, and I think I liked it better because it was offensive. The fact that Reese Nicholson, who's the guest judge comedian, who is known, for, like, well, not known. I don't really know him that much, but he was definitely throwing down some, like, raunchy jokes there. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was covering his face. <laughs> like, that to, that to me was like, oh my, oh my, these are some, like, juicy just like mm-hmm. uncomfortable jokes and and michelle was just trying to hold back the laughs but you can tell they were good laughs they were good laughs you could tell that she was doing her job well she chose a character whose personality people wouldn't really know so she could make it anything she wanted as you said like if you choose someone that's a little out of the spotlight you can make it whatever you want and then the jokes were pertinent to the character so they fit well, she had she had some um, uh, props. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure what the flashlight was all about. Like, obviously, searching. She's looking for, for so her child, looking for her baby. Um, and and then, oh dear lord, when the sock puppet came out, <laughs> it, do, is sock puppets now a thing on Snatch Game? You are, oh, <laughs> sorry, it's just something small that you can pack. <laughs> something nice and easy you can pack. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'm going to change it back to this. Okay, there we go. We need we need bigger Rowena. We need bigger Rowena on the screen here. Um, oh my god! But I, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was great. It was oh, great. Karen from finance. Oh no, I I do love Karen, but <sighs> sorry, Karen. I don't think she was as bad as they said she was. But I agree that doing Dolly Parton as a person who is iconic. To queer culture. Dolly Parton is... Honestly, I would just say never do Dolly Parton on Snatch Game. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Just don't do it. Because no matter what you do, you're not going to do it up to the expectations that people will set for you. Because Dolly Parton is a character. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry, we're having a little connection problems with Rowena. So I think what she's trying to say is... Oh, are you working now? Uh, I think what she's trying to say is that Dolly Parton is a well-known person. Like, even Rue and uh, and Michelle know Dolly Parton. I apparently have met her. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's uh you have the you have those set expectations ahead of time. So if you're not going to get the Dolly Parton mannerisms and stuff, or her little quirks, but also important, it's important to th- land those jokes. It's important to land those jokes in there. Um, yeah, exactly. Rowena, I'm not I'm not too sure what's going on here. Um, my back. My you're head. back. You're. Yeah, you're here. You're that, here. Yes, you're 100% right. It's very similar to when... Uh, when... She chose a character that people knew, but 
Judge Judy, I heard Judge Judy, and uh, I think that was a thing in a previous Snatch game somewhere. Um, but, um, oh, goodness sakes. When you think bandwidth is going to be awesome on a Tuesday. <laughs> Rowena, I can feel your frustration. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, girl. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. I, yeah, yeah. Did, did you want to try turning your camera off? And just, can you connect with audio only? Anyway. Can um, you hear me now? I can, I can. <laughs> Here we go. Oh my goodness. All right, so... That may not have helped. All right, continuing. Oh, we did Kidamine already. Maxi Shield. So this is one of those characters that I had no idea who the character was. Well, this may be the last Tuesday that we do any live or recording. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so Maxi Shield apparently did a, a, a very well-known um, TV character from Australia, but I I never I never watched the program. Um, but no jokes were landed. No jokes were landed whatsoever. I don't know what that was all about. Can you hear me? Oh, I heard I heard some ruffling. I'm I here. Can. can you hear me? Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, quickly comment. Maxi Shield. Meh. Move on. Before we lose connections. Oh. Scarlett Adams finally Scarlett Adams. played Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge has now been on Snatch Game. I am so happy. I thought she did amazing. That is a joke, right? Because, like, Jennifer Coolidge is, like, in every Snatch Game, isn't she? Jennifer Coolidge has never been on Snatch Game. No one has ever done her. So apparently, so I, I heard this from, you know, the Reddits and all that. Apparently, so yeah. many people have auditioned with Jennifer Coolidge, but they just never get on the show. And then Juicebox for Canada's Drag Race was going to do Jennifer Coolidge, but then she was eliminated first. So this is the first time we've ever seen Jennifer Coolidge on Snatch Game, and I thought she did very well. Yeah, well, it, the impersonation for sure. Like she mm -hmm. was d doing lines from um, Legally Blonde, um, that Jennifer Coolidge movie, <laughs> and Cinderella and Story. Sure, yeah. You're like, sure, whatever. I'm not a Hillary Duff fan. I well, the snap and uh, like bend and snap like that was adorable I, I thought that was adorable and snap i'm back but on I, video I just... can you see me now oh well let me get you on video here hold on there she oh she's what are you bouncing <laughs> on girl <laughs> I, an exercise ball exercise ball oh dear 
Oh my! For for our audio uh, listening uh, pleasure, uh, Rowena has just shown us that she's uh, sitting in her red underoos slash underwear on a bouncing ball. Uh, this isn't underwear. These are short shorts. I wear short well, shorts. You wear short shorts. We all wear short shorts. Well, they might as well have been Andrew Christian's short shorts because they <laughs> they were. I've never been. They're pretty short. Thank you to Dare de la Femme for selling me very short shorts. Oh. <laughs> Dare sent me a message. She's uh, she's like, oh, I love your beard. And I'm like, what's was, that all about? Uh, was he talking about your, like, fake female wife? Yep, exactly. Prob- yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. So, uh... Anyways, next up was... Oh, shit. Oh. Was oh, that everyone? On. No, that was... I don't everyone. know. I don't know. Oh, oh wait, I forgot no, to take JoJo's her out. Oh, no, JoJo's gone. Yeah, I forgot to take her out, but... Um, that was everyone. No, that's everyone. That's everyone. That was everyone. So let me just... Um, first, let me just take this moment. Okay. And just say... Someone I... was robbed. Someone was totally robbed. She was robbed. Art Simone, Art Simone. No, why did you leave? I think you. We're not talking think, about the. I think you misconstrued the uh, the definition of the word robbed. Robbed means she, that they had to have done well. She was robbed. She she. She could have been a contender. She was wrong. Ah, so what you're saying is she's gone too soon. Just like Princess Diana for not wearing her seatbelt, gone too soon. Oh, 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 oh. oh that, that is adorable. That is really, really adorable. <laughs> that is true. That is very, very true. Uh, no, like, I'd, I've, sorry, I know we're kind of maybe jumping ahead here, um, but I kind of felt like, this this ep- this whole episode i felt like i didn't feel comfortable at the end of the program i know I'm, i might be i we sometimes go through the outfits and stuff but let's just, i'm jumping straight to so, the end so so how did you feel at the end of the episode spoiler at the end of the episode art Simone goes home and in the scene where she's writing the lipstick on the mirror her leaving her mirror message the producers come up to her because she is clearly shaken and they say, well, like, at least yeah. you made it here. Like, at least you're here. That counts for something, right? And she turns to them and she says, that means nothing. That How means did nothing that make you feel? To my fans. That means nothing to my thousands of fans and stuff like that who wanted her to. I, I can, I can totally see where she was coming from at that moment, right? She, had uh, she had personal expectations that she would uh you know make it on for a lo- a good long time and uh, she was really hard on herself um i'm sure she was just like um just surprised like it is this whole down under program it, it, it's it's twisting things up so last like in the season 13 they were twisting things up with the pork chop uh, loading dock and stuff. They were making the queens unsure and unbalanced um, on their feet sort of thing. And that's the same thing with Drag Race Down Under. And because of that, like, you know, um, making things 
unpredictable. Yeah, of course you're going to get someone who's really, really upset about it. I, I'm surprised, though, that they included it in the show. I'm surprised that they include included the producers saying. Yeah. Like, but then again, for me, it was very much an iconic moment in this episode because going into this episode, I also... Like, I, I'm one of those followers. I follow Art Simone on Instagram. I love all of her drag, her makeup, her outfits. All of it's just, it's perfection. Like, she has mastered the art of drag makeup and turning looks and doing a whole variety of different things. And I feel like she's someone who has gone home way, way too soon for her talent. Yeah. And, like, her Bindi Irwin, the character was good. She just didn't land the jokes. I saw a photo of Bindi and I saw her and I was like, you gotta be freaking... They they were, like, so accurate. Mm -hmm. And I think they have the same accents and everything, too. She did Um, a good job. She just didn't land jokes. And that's what Snatch Game's all about. And I, like, I don't agree. I don't think she was robbed because she didn't win the lip sync. But well, I uh, so so I there are others who could from the snatch game who could have been in the bottom, mm-hmm. and I think there was actually on stage when there was the last three, Maxi was just dumbfounded that she was safe. Yeah, right. Especially for uh, it was she landed like no jokes. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's one thing about like you know like I'm like maybe. Maybe Art Simone w- had been at a negative point because of the long, like, you know, introduction to the jokes. But Maxie didn't produce any jokes. And then when it came to the runway, Art Simone was beautiful. Breathtaking. Be- like, breathtaking outfit. And Maxie, uh, mm, beautiful. I would wear it. <laughs> but I wouldn't wear it with three different types of pearls on my neck. I was a little wor- confused by that. Mm-hmm. Um, like she had just thrown everything at it, like every white pearl and everything uh, at that outfit. So, you know, the, the decision, like, I, I still, kind of, yeah, I kind of feel like she was kind of robbed. Um, I mean, I'm hoping because we haven't had it in a very long time. I'm hoping that Drag Race Down Under does a bring back the queen episode. Because oh my god! Like since uh, since Coco, no, um, Cuckoo, uh, Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Cuckoo. Since like Cynthia Lee Fontaine, we haven't really had a queen come back into the competition and get a second chance. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, we haven't had a second chance moment in a very long time, except for. Drag Race UK season two, where they brought back all the eliminated people and then they got to vote one back in. Well, because well, Veronica you... was eliminated. Well, you had it in 13 because Elliot was voted off, but then got added to the other group. Not you know? really, because there was never any intention for Elliot to go home. But then you also had uh, the, the double save, right? Which I always think is like a. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I just maybe I just want more Art Simone. I just want her back. 
Bring her back. I want please. her back. To bring Maybe her I'm back. jumping on this train. She was robbed. Bring her she back. She was robbed. Robbed. Oh my god. Like, oh my god. Um there was some uh crit- I did watch another program because there, there's a lot of us, you know, talking about drag race and stuff like that. That's because everyone um, talks about drag race. But it was interesting because someone looked at Snatch Game over like maybe a billion times um, and discovered that there was only one introduction and one uh, line, joke line, from Dolly Parton, from uh, uh, Karen from Finance. Meanwhile, oh. everyone else had like th- like two or three clips of jokes with their introduction. Um, so you, you kind of start, you know, you kind of mm. get the, like, is it all of, is it about the contest or is it about the story? Like, you know, who is yeah ahead of the game sort of thing? The shells, the shells. So like, well, she could have been even your, worse. She could have. Your theory about them producing more and more as it goes on might be accurate. I mean, who knows? We will have to find out from our friends who potentially get on Canada's Drag Race Season 2. We'll have to talk to them about it afterwards. Over a hey, bunch of beers. If you're listening to this right now on our podcast, themapletea.ca, on uh, you know I, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. If you're listening to this and you're in a hotel room, um, maybe quarantining, getting ready to film Canada's Drag Race season two, please, you know, feel free to send smoke signals or letter mail or so. I don't know what you can, you know, just write it on the bed sheets and we'll get it, you know, get your messages later. We and, have it in uh, with yeah. the housekeeping. We, we have it in with the housekeeping. Actually, don't joke about that. I may know. I may know someone. <laughs> I'm like, which hotels do you run again, mister? <laughs> Well, I mean, they film in Hamilton, so. All right, so it might as well be a third world country. All right. I joke, I joke, I joke, I joke. I love Hamilton. It's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, So do you want to talk about the runways or should we just skip all the runways and go straight to the lip sync and the finale? I mean, we've already talked about who went home. We already talked about our feelings. Maybe we should talk about... My fundraiser. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hold so on. So everyone, on. I am participating this year in the Friends for Life bike rally. That is not the picture. Uh, in the Friends for Life bike rally. And I am doing a multi-day bike ride. It was originally supposed to be six days. It might be cut down to a few days fewer, but over 100 kilometers a day. And I am raising money for uh, HIV and AIDS research regional services here in Kingston. So that's Harz Kingston. So if you want to donate, um, you can go to my Facebook page or my Instagram, click on the link and donate money to the cause. Uh, it's to help fight stigma um, for HIV. So donate. What? Support well, here's me. Your... Sorry, here's your Facebook link. So uh, facebook.com slash away. And yeah, definitely support Rowena Wake because, oh, like you said, over a hundred kilometers a day, three days from Kingston to Montreal. Um, wow, wow. Yep, and I might even do it in drag one of the days. 
Who knows? If I raise enough money, maybe I'll do it in drag. You can watch <laughs> watch my makeup sweat off my face on Instagram Live. Are you going to do Instagram Live from the road? I mean, I could. Who knows? If I raise enough money, maybe I will. Donate. Oh. Find out. So you need to raise at minimum $2,000, right? At minimum $2,000. And I am a quarter of the way there so far. A quarter? A quarter. So I've raised about $500. I awesome. have a few more months to raise the rest. So everyone, go to my donation page. Do awesome. It. Okay. Go to the uh, go to Rowena Way's donation page, Friends for Life Bike Rally. Now we we've participated uh, in past years for like the the drag portions of it. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. Uh, it's great fun. Um, it's great there's fun, others. Great event. There's other events going on too. So Boa, well, well yeah. sorry, no pregnant pause. She's still, she's on paper. She's still happening on paper. (laughs) As far as we know, she's still happening. It might not be May 29th, but as far as we know, it's still happening. So if you have tickets, keep your tickets. Yeah. And if you have uh, the phone number for the premiere of Ontario, uh, just, you know, I'll call and be like, hey, we need a drag show to happen. Do not extend any lockdowns, please. Yes. Put more shots in arms and open up the economy, as they say. <laughs> and open up the economy, or as Rowena calls it, spreading her legs. Her legs. Yeah. Um, and Jimbo! Who's going to be at Jimbo? I'm going to be at Jimbo. You're going to be at Jimbo. Yay! I don't remember the dates. It's in July. It's, it's, it's 18th. No, it's June 18th. June 18th. Oh, June 18th. During yes. Pride Month. Awesome. Yes. yes. Jimbo's coming to Kingston and also Ottawa and stuff, so you can get your tickets on Eventbrite now. Yes. And she's and bringing her bazoombas, so be excited. Oh, my God. Those bazoombas need like extra special carrying fees and all that kind of stuff. Holy jumping! Well, how does she not have back pain? Those flames, well (laughs) over the weight capacity of those flames. They serve as a flotation device for two people. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh goodness! So we already said who went home. Um, Art Simone went home this week. She lip synced against uh, Coco Jumbo. Uh, who played Lizzo. And I uh, thought that the song choice was a weird choice, given that they had had both Kylie Minogue and Danny Minogue on the episode. Was I not the only one expecting a Kylie Minogue lip sync? Thank you for reminding me about that, because I was so upset. I was mm-hmm. so upset about Art Simone's. I totally forgot that Kylie and Danny were on there, and they were able to interact with Danny. Yeah, like, they were able, awesome. able to interact with Danny, but they did "I'm That Bitch" by RuPaul, and I mean, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like "I'm That Bitch" was a better suited song for Coco Jumbo than it was for Art Simone, and they probably switched the song. I don't know this. Well, I'm just making shit up, but. 
Well, I'm just wondering if it's uh, it's if it's a rights thing, really, right? Like, if, you know, but Kylie RuPaul was on is... the episode. I know. Well, there might have been, you know, some waiting for lawyers to sign something. Who knows? Like that waiting could, that for could... RuPaul's makeup to arrive in the mail. <laughs> Too, you know, like it's can be who? Well, we may hear these songs, and I think they would hold off on big artist songs until maybe later in the season. I would, I suspect we would hear Kylie and a Danny song soon. I mean, I hope um, so. I think it's weird that they used that moment and didn't take the moment on the runway for the the song. I'm. It's strange to me that they invited them on as guests. And then didn't use their songs. So, who knows? Maybe down the road we'll get a Can't Get You Out of My Head or a Say Something or a Locomotion, as you say. <laughs> oh, can you imagine Locomotion on... on I just imagine people wanted. doing the Locomotion. Do the Locomotion with me. Anyways. Oh, I always thought it was like the choo-choo-choo-choo. Oh, is that it? I don't know. I was not born in that era. I do not know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I uh, Do we know what the next episode's going to be all about? Do we know? Yeah, I, can, I believe we do. So episode three, uh, the queens are split into two groups and they compete in the ultimate girl group sing-off. <gasps> girl groups? That sounds so much fun. To the oh, original yes. song, the original song, Queens Down Under. By RuPaul? Uh, I'm guessing it's by RuPaul. It's almost always by RuPaul. Oh, Oh, we have an audience question. So Justin wants to know, who would be your Snatch Game character? Well, um, we did answer these questions back Mm -hmm. in February, I think. (laughs) Yes, but do you remember who you said? No. <laughs> no, not at all. So oh, I uh, Carol Channing. Oh, Carol yes. Channing was mine. Raspberries. But, but Pandora Box has already done a very good Carol Channing. Oh, okay, yes. And then there was another... Um, uh, uh, who was... Oh, Laura Secord. Oh, okay. Because you taking my own advice... Taking my mm-hmm. own advice, you know, because you can have a lot of fun with that, with and joking about chocolate. <laughs> See, I, I before this, I said that I would want to be like Megan Mullally from Will and Grace, um, but since then, I've been thinking about it, and I think that I should be like Miss Trunchable from Matilda. Oh, be like the, okay. The principal of the school, very large woman who's a shot putter. I think I think I should do Miss Trunchbull. I think I could have fun with that. But as has been pointed out to me, I can't do accents. I can't do voices. So really, I just need to find a character that sounds exactly like me. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I, I'm accepting. I'm accepting uh, opinions. People, tell me who do I sound like? Who can I play on Snatch Game? Note, I would like to play a woman. Or a female presenting person. <laughs> so which well, woman do I sound like? Well, there's something to be said when you, you know, an international drag race outside of the U.S. 
uh, someone does, uh, you know, come on, come on, and not even in like a you know, North American accent or anything mm-hmm. like that. And still gets laughs. So I wouldn't worry too much about accents. There we go. Okay, see? I. You know what? I've already decided. I'm going to be Tiffany Morgan for Snatch Game. Hello, sweet peas! <laughs> but you have to make it funnier. <laughs> and relatable. Do, do any of those... Do, relatable. Any of, does any of the Canadian drag race judges know who the hell I am? They better know who I they am. They better know. By the end of season two, they will know who you are because you will have harassed them so much. <laughs> you know, you need... Oh my God. You should do one of those fashion file type of um, hosts that we used to have back in the 90s. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could be like, you could, oh, you should do, yes, yes, exactly. Fashion files sort of like, oh, I love that silhouette or something, you know. Oh, my God, what about the, yeah, <laughs> she's put on the wig. <laughs> Hello, Oh, look at that. Peace. Yes, already bought the blue wig. <laughs> I am ready. I just need to buy the uh, the mumu. I need to make a mumu. Oh my god! I have extra fabric. We could. <laughs> Jeannie we can Becker. Make... Who is Jeannie Becker? I I don't know. Oh, Jeannie Becker. That's the the fashion. Um, oh, okay. fashion uh, host. Fashion. Jeannie Becker was a, a fashion host. There was also that uh, that guy there too. But I'm also thinking who who is the fashion editor for. Um, What's his name? From L? Is it from L? No. Anyway, um, he'll be. I fun. have no idea. He'll be fun because he his fashion's all over the place. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I would say that I have predictions for next week's episode, but I have no idea what any of these queens can do because I've not had not had the opportunity to learn anything about them. So my prediction for the next episode: fuck all. Well, if if they're going to be, I think my predict. This is the only prediction I'm going to give out, mm-hmm. is that I highly suspect we're going to be ending the sh- ending the program with someone who's not so well known, famous. Like I think they're going. I think mm-hmm. everyone who's got like a over two million Twitter followers are probably going to be weeded out first. I kind of oh. get that impression. Okay. Um, but they're going to leave at some point in. Uh, uh, near to the end of the season, they're going to leave the Kida and uh, mm. what's her name? Kida and the, Anita. They're going to have them battle it out later in the season. I a hundred percent protect that. Who do you think will win? I don't know. Kida wants it more than Anita. It feels like to be honest, but I Anita, think that Anita needs a win. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. But Kita, you know, just for that name alone, I want to mm-hmm. see her on the Toronto stages somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. But, Wouldn't you rather go to Sydney and see her in Sydney? I would like to go to Auckland and see her in Auckland. That too, that too. Um, <laughs> but so the next episode is on Saturday at 3 a.m. Watch it. Uh, or 
watch it on whatever your streaming services are and then tune in Tuesday next Tuesday for another live uh, recording of what's the maple tea with or your host you can- Tiffany Morgan and Rowena way or you can go to themapletea.ca to find all of our podcast links we're on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify TuneIn and you can of course go to our Facebook page Facebook dot com slash the maple tea yeah all subscribe share share and like subscribe share and like sweet peas subscribe, all right share like and follow follow is another thing you can do oh absolutely absolutely yeah. oh and donate to my donation oh. page <laughs> hold on let me get that that screen back up there um there we go i, I showed you oh, wait, my there's, short shorts there's no link Donate money. <laughs> All right, sweet peas. My name right. is Miss Tiffany Morgan. And I'm Rowena Way. And you've been listening to What's the Maple What's Tea? What's the Maple Tea? Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.